One, two, is on? Well, let me talk to you. A little bit of the bubbly. Party, party, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! It's not hot! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGenom Podcast. I am your host, Chris the Heat Matthews, joined by my other two hosts, like we are every single week, Garrett G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. What is going on, you bunch of assholes? What? Nothing much, man. Just trying out this new hair gel I got. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What's it made from? Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty, like, sticky right now. Uh, it's supposed to be, like, really good on hot and stuff. It has this, like, gorilla on the... Nice. <laughs> 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 some good, uh, hair gel. Yeah. So, your hair ain't moving at all when that's done. <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe how dumb people are. Like, she literally had to go to the other side of a store to find that because ain't nowhere near the hair gel. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on where she bought it at. She bought it at a oh. Walmart. I, I could see them stocking it and a uh, whole thing of Gorilla Glue by the hair gel. Eh, but even, hey, no. Because it's going to be the same as it is with Target. Like, it's different zones, different DPCIs and all that other stuff. Yeah, but or stock numbers or whatever. So, Walmart, we're talking about. Yeah, but the way Walmart's been running, it's been running a lot smoother than Target stores have recently. Are you tell Are you telling me this is uh not hair gel? No, buddy, that's not hair gel. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't understand. Like, she literally had to walk to the opposite side of the store. For the gorilla glue, <laughs> and then she's trying to then she's trying to sue gorilla glue for her being a dumbass. <laughs> what well, did it say not to put no. it in your hair? I figured it was self-explanatory. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that's how- considering she was looking for gorilla gorilla snot, not gorilla glue. That's how. Uh- <laughs> That's how ca- caution labels were invented, was like because people uh, did stupid shit That's and true. got away with the, it. The dumbass from McDonald's. That's true. You have to have McDonald's has put caution hot on their cups now because some dumbass spilled his coffee on his lap. Well, that 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 wasn't that that was a different uh, a different case. Uh, <laughs> the coffee coffee was way too hot, too. and they get like. Uh, like third degree burns. <laughs> Is there a comedian oh, that talks man. about that too with caution stuff? Because I remember it because he talks about how I guess there's like a sign of the airport to not bring a chainsaw, and he says like some dumbass had to have brought a chainsaw and didn't realize he couldn't bring it to an airport. I think I heard. I think I heard something <laughs> about. Um, was it? I want to say it was like a comedian talking about the like a RV where it was saying like don't uh, leave the driver's seat while in cru- cruise control or something. And there was like, is, there had to be somebody that, like went and made a sandwich or something. While... 
Uh, the fact that people don't understand cruise control, like the thing is like self-driving. <laughs> I mean, me kind of is in a sense, depending on what you're doing. Well, I mean, it's it isn't... like cruise control is just to keep your speed. It doesn't steer the car. Steer the car. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have lane assist on it, will it'll keep you? I mean, the only way it works is if it's on the highway. Because lane assist will keep you literally keep going straight the entire time. I mean, it depends on what yeah. highway you're on. Like if you're in like fucking. Right. I guess like Oklahoma or something where everything's fucking straight, but majority of America, you're not going to be able to cruise control this to help you save on gas. <laughs> it's not the not to drive the car for you. you. Tell me it. You tell me cruise control doesn't drive my car. So we're telling you, no. Garrett. Damn. God, God, now we know what happened to your old car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, be sure to follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at WrestleGenPod with one D, uh, Instagram WrestleGenPod with two Ds. Um, also, check out our sister uh, Instagram uh, for the underscore collection for some awesome toy stuff. Uh, Facebook.com slash WrestleGenPod with one D as well. And uh, YouTube.com slash for the collection for toy unboxings, reviews, and more awesome toy stuff. Thanks. And oh, never mind. Go ahead. And, um, be sure to hit up prowrestlingtees.com slash podcast uh, to pick up some pretty sweet shirts. I did get my for the collection shirt in the mail the other day, and I have to say it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say I forget this was a wrestling podcast there for a are. minute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say, uh, uh, so I've been trying to get uh, get uh, Chris to unbox a uh, Barbie on his uh, for the collection YouTube channel. That's something you uh, guys want to see because I know you want to see it. Uh, you know, just just let us know. Hey, there's some pretty cool Barbies out there. In all honesty, hey, as so, long as we're not, like, hey, we'll, hey, oh, we'll, we'll have we'll have Chris. We're opening no Kindle. No, listen. Fuck that Listen, we'll have Chris open. We'll have Chris open, unbox a uh, a Barbie, but Garrett, you have to be on the uh, video with him, and you gotta sing, "I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world." <laughs> it's fantastic. I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> oh, awesome. But no, I hadn't played with Barbies in a long time. <laughs> Garrett still plays with Barbies on a regular basis. Uh. <laughs> when, when he talks about his girlfriend, he's really referring to Barbie. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> I always like the uh, Britney Sp- Sometimes he gets a little frisky and gets skipper. I always like the uh, <laughs> um uh, Barbie, uh, Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> that was a nice Barbie. <laughs> oh, fantastic! All right. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't have anything for follow up from last week. I'm sure you guys don't. You guys never have any follow up. <laughs> I mean, what are we following up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just something if we missed something last week or I don't know. 
Just oh yeah, uh, that shit I took yesterday, uh, <laughs> last week. Uh, <laughs> I took another one this week. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's jump into the news then. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number? What's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one nine hundred forty-five four Hulk. <laughs> that's not the type of news we wanted Garrett but it's all good <laughs> but we did want some limitless news we did but uh, before we get into that the news is brought to you by date nights in a box so if you're going to be stuck in the house with your significant other why not have something to pass the time let date nights in a box help you plan the perfect evening and possibly help you get lucky so check out datenightsinabox.cratejoy.com to sign up for your subscription today. Or if you're a loser and you don't have a girlfriend, but you want all your friends to think you're cool and you, that you have one, what are date night in the box? It shows up to your house. People think you have a girlfriend. <laughs> Regardless if her name is Jill or Rosie Palm. <laughs> Or Mona. <laughs> but now uh, Garrett's been using Date Night in the Box. Uh, tell us how it, it's worked for you, Garrett. I mean, Date Night in the Box has uh, been great. Works well. You know, it's free. You know, like you, you know. <laughs> you said discreet. This is what this is. I'm going to eat. You Dude, they don't come with dodos and a handcuff. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was going to say, I don't think this is. I didn't think it was going to work two weeks in a row, but it did. Oh man, we'll have to see you know if we what? get three next, next week. week. I'm just gonna <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm gonna say, you know what, Carl? I don't... You know what, Carl? I don't know what for you, man. I'm just hoping our uh, our sponsor don't cancel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, speaking of significant others. Uh, <laughs> We here at the Wrestle Again podcast would like to send a big congratulations to Mia Gim and Keith Lee on their recent engagement. So that's all. some pretty big news yeah, there. It's whatever. They both got big tits. Okay. Fuck you, Carl. Not Wrestle Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that, there's that. And um, uh, David Hart Smith, uh, the son of the late British Bulldog, uh, revealed that he has been in talks with WWE uh, with joining the uh, NXT UK brand. Cool. Thanks. So, uh, with those familiar, uh, David Hart Smith actually, would this would not be his first uh, go around in WWE as he was part of the Hart Dynasty um, about, over about 10 years ago now with uh, Tyson Kidd. Yeah, it's been a lot. So when they first came in, they were uh, managed by Natty. 
And they actually, um, Usos made their debut. The Usos and Tamina made their debut. Actually, one of the, um, that uh, actually their debut feud was with the Hart Dynasty. Yeah, buddy. So there's some uh, nerd out moment for you right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's pretty much that for the news. Figure news. You got a little bit uh, like last week. So there's um. WWE.com has shown off some images of some upcoming sets. Um, Elite 85 was shown. Uh, they also announced that starting with Bray and Becky Lynch, uh, they're going to start transitioning and adding double-jointed elbows to the standard Elite line, which is uh, some pretty pretty big news there for all of us uh, figure nerds out there. But um, we got our first look at the Killer Cross figure, or Karrion Cross, <laughs> whichever one. <laughs> Well, he was he was Killer Cross before before coming to NXT. <laughs> but we got our first look at him. Uh, the new Liv Morgan, uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, Becky Lynch, a new Aleister Black, which will be the chase figure in that line. Uh, we have Undertaker, who is the the figure attire. This is modeled after the Boneyard match, which definitely going to pick that one up because that figure looks pretty awesome. And then uh, Kamba Mustafa, the Supreme Fighting Machine will be a Walmart exclusive as the uh, um, exclusive for that like wave. Like the Nation of Domination? All these. Or the Mandalorian Man? Pre, uh, pre-Nation uh, of Domination. The, you actually... The Mandalorian Man one? Uh, like when he was feuding... Yeah, like when he was feuding with uh, Undertaker? Yeah. He actually has a... Uh, I think, if I remember correctly, he comes with a gold chain, what, too. What was the Mandalorian Man's uh, faction called? Uh, money, money ink. ink. That's it. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Money ink. Yeah. Which is kind of what's well, funny because my uh, display downstairs. I'm, I'm actually not in the basement recording this tonight because it's too cold down there. Um, the on my shelf, I've got them set up by faction, so I actually have the Million Dollar Incorporated uh, okay. together with the ones that I have. Yeah. The- so, the hey, gold chain was supposed to be the urn, right? Yeah, the urn yeah. melted down. So I'm kind of cool. Looking forward to getting that comma. That figure looks awesome. Um, Carrying Cross, Liv Morgan. Like, this whole set is amazing. So, very well done. So, you can find the pictures pretty much all over social media at this point. Uh, they also showed off Basic 118, uh, which include the Viking Raiders, Finn Balor, um, Austin Theory's first figure, and a Jeff Hardy. So both of these sets are up for pre-order on ringsidecollectibles.com. Now, um, also up for pre-order on ringside is the ringside exclusive NWO Cena from last Boo. year's Mania. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for this one. Um, mainly because like ringside exclusives are coming with like the fold-out. Like, they started it with the, the Funhouse Bray Wyatt where they had the fold-out Firefly Funhouse backdrop. So this one has a, a WCW Nitro like NWO um, fold out stage, which looks pretty awesome. So I'm kind of kind of psyched for that. And the ringside exclusive Ultimate Warrior that's coming out has a fold out backdrop as well from the uh, WrestleMania entrance at that figure. Was oh, you, you think they would have a DX Ultimate Warrior? Uh, a DX yeah. Ultimate Warrior. 
I mean, they got an NWO scene and he wasn't it. around for it. So why not have a DX ultimate way? <laughs> <sighs> awesome. <laughs> uh, other news, uh, Zombie Sailor Toys announced that they are producing the first ever Dino Bravo action. So this is the first ever? Uh, which will be part of their... Uh, First ever, Dino Bravo has never had an action. Wow. Does it come with uh, a weight bench and 750 pounds? <laughs> oh, it Does should. it come with like a revolver yeah. and like an eight ball of cocaine with like fucking <laughs> a, a crate full of cigarettes? Are you, you going to put it with all your Godfather toys? <laughs> 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 but aside, aside from all that it's actually pretty cool uh for dino actually to get his first figure um it sucks that he was never alive to see it actually come to fruition but you know that era they didn't really care about action figures and stuff like that like the like some of the wrestlers today that grew up with this stuff but um that was one of the biggest mistakes with the hasbro line because Dino Bravo coming into WWF, you know, like the prominence that he had during that era, but and not to get a Dino Bravo figure when they made like everybody else, it, it was kind of it was a shame that he never actually got a figure in that line. But um, kudos to uh, to Zombie Sailor for locking down uh, Dino Bravo from his estate and getting the uh, right to do the figure for that. So that's pretty awesome. Um, Chella Toys, sticking with the retro stuff, is producing a Dynamite Kid. Um, so he'd be in the, the classic British Bulldogs attire. So your Hasbro British Bulldog now will be complete with the Dynamite Kid, which was never made as well, which is messed up. Well, I think when he did, by the time uh, they switch came up in. with the toys. No, nah, because he, um, he was still wrestling when the what Hasbro's came out. Yeah. Because uh, Davy Boy Smith came with, I think he came with Matilda. Mm, I don't know. Or something. Well, for some reason, like, he's another one that was in the Hasbro Ryan that never got an actual, that got an action figure either. Because like the the Davy Boy Smith was actually in the the British Bulldogs ring attire, but they never made a, a Dynamite Kid to go with it. Hmm. Yeah, kind of weird, but um, yeah. So move on to that. Uh, Pro Wrestling Tees also announced a series one of AEW Micro Brawlers, uh, which will be up for pre order till February eighteenth. They are seventeen ninety nine wow. each. Fucking busting heads. Um, yeah, pretty much. And these things like don't do anything. So, um, uh, included in the first set is Brody Lee. Um, all the proceeds from the Brody Lee one will go to the the um to his family. Uh, we have Sheeta, Britt Baker, Jericho, Orange Cassidy, and Mox. All those are part yeah, of series one. Uh, they also announce. <laughs> Hey, Carl, you want to place bets on who uh, who who gets the least amount of buys? Who gets the least amount of buys? Yeah, like of all of, all of them in that set, it would probably be uh, Sheeta. 
I just think it'd be Britt Baker. No, dude, there's people that have the hearts for Britt Baker. They'll fucking buy it just to take it home and jack off in front of it. <laughs> I think everybody, pretty much everyone's going to buy a full set of these. Like, there's there's people out there that are, like, hardcore collectors of these micro-brawlers. Like, that for have, like, every single one that's come out between. Yeah, oh, for $17.99. There was a dude, there's quarter, um, probably They by. did a drop less... They did a drop last Friday of like six different Macho Mans, and people were buying like every single one. Like they started, one was like twelve ninety nine. There's at one point one was like twenty four ninety nine, and it sold. So how many out. did you buy, Chris? It was. A, I didn't uh, buy none. <laughs> I was I was not doing that. So the one Macho Man thing he won't Micro buy, bro. Yeah, it's not, they had one. There was one for five ninety nine. I almost bought, but then like the shipping was eight dollars. So I'm not paying like six dollars and then turn around and paying eight dollars for some shipping on a little, not even like four inch figure. <laughs> but um, sticking with the micro brawlers, uh, Ring of Honor has a couple coming out as well. Um, they'll be available on February 12th, which would be today, uh, for Honor Club members, and then on the 16th for Public Sale, uh, we're getting Danhausen and Session Moth Martina. Oh, love that Danhausen. Very nice, very evil. And that's uh, that's gonna wrap up the news. That's pretty much all I got for that. So. Yay! Yay! All right, so let's go to that and uh, let's move into our bell to bell segment. See SmackDown uh, or High Point uh, Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan, yeah, which I didn't watch SmackDown, but um, I heard that was a pretty solid matchup. What else yeah, it, Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan. It was real. It was, it was yeah. really good. I know it was a really good match. And uh, low point: Dominic Mysterio versus Baron Corbin. Yeah, that would probably be, <laughs> that or the triple threat mm-hmm. match was pretty stupid to me. In a tag team match. Tag team match player. Huh? The Miz and John Morrison, you will have face The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Raw, like, I don't know. Like, there, there was no Alexa Bliss, like, no Fiend story arc at all. Um, so that was kind of a disappointment there. Like, uh, pretty much the only thing anybody's talking about from Raw is Nia Jack screaming, My hole. Ah! My hole! <laughs> yep. And Charlie, like, <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that was. That was afterwards. Well, that was even. Still Raw talk. Yeah, that was Raw talk. <laughs> no matter. DP, I like that. Yeah. DP. Yeah. <laughs> So we get Nia Jack screaming my hole and Charlie Caruso saying she likes well, DP. Well, everybody likes DP. And uh, Nia Jack, 
I know Damian Priest is awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> I could I could do without Bad Bunny, but I mean, yeah, Bad Bunny. Right, why is that guy even out there? That's my that's low actually, point. Actually, um, put that as my low point. I think his whole I think the whole point with Bad Bunny was to introduce Damian Priest. Cuz but I will say if you look at the highest sold items on wwshop.com, it's the top 4 are Bad Bunny shirts with a youth shirt picking up 65% more sales than the Roman Reigns shirt that's like the fifth highest sold yeah. merch on the website. But uh I mean I I don't feel people liking Bad Bunny it's like all the worst qualities of Pitbull and a fucking artist. I had never even heard of him until, and until he came out with Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. With Booker T just standing there like for no reason. <laughs> it's like, dude, if you're going to come out, fucking wear some Harlem <laughs> Heat. He, he went back to... He, he threw back to GI Bro, man. I mean, hell, if you're gonna come out, come out in some Harlem Heat, dude. <laughs> fucking planes, fucking purple '90s dark purple with some fucking yeah. planes, and we've been like, yeah, look at these. <laughs> I just don't like the bad, but like he's getting like a bunch of spots, and like it's like almost as bad as like when Snoop Dogg hit. Uh, who did Snoop Dogg hit? I never forget now, but that shit looked so fucking. Bad. Like when um he did that crossbody, that splash yeah, off the no, rope. No, 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 Snoop Dogg. When he was on, I'm talking about when he was yeah, on Raw. Wasn't he on Raw at one point? Or SmackDown years ago? Uh he he's been on Raw a couple times. Yeah, SmackDown a couple th- times too. But like recently, yeah, he, he was on AEW and he did that dive yeah, off the rope. Like all his shit looks like shit because he's fucking tall, linky, and can't wrestle because he ain't dream. Uh Same thing with his bad bunny dude. Like he had fucking <laughs> come out to the rings with fucking uh, Crocs on. And... It's like, dude, get his ass out of here. <laughs> I will say though that uh, that uh, dive he hit uh, was it Royal Rumble was actually pretty good. Dude, everybody hits a dive nowadays. Grunt hit a dive. <laughs> Yeah, but Vince McMahon had Vince a show. Vince McMahon did die, but I mean, it shows you everybody's doing <laughs> If a fucking 80-year-old guy can do it, then fucking anybody can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, NXT this week, uh, I have no complaints with NXT. That that entire show was great. I, I, have, a, I have a complaint. I haven't gotten you there. You got a complaint? I haven't even gotten there yet. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Grimes is back. That's that's my low point. Kevin Grimes should never be anybody's low point. Yeah, well, low point. Yeah, well, you're my low point. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, NXT was good. We had um the finals for the women's dusty classic and the men's dusty Classic shape up this week. So we've got Shotzi Blackheart and my girl, Ember moon taking on Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai and MSK will be taking on the grizzled young veterans, um, which will happen this Sunday at NXT takeover vengeance day. 
So two of the matches but there. Carl, what do you, Carl? Do you like the fact NXT's taking like old pay per views? I don't like it. I said, do you like the NXT's taking uh, old pay per views? I, I mean, I don't really care uh, that much. Like, uh, it doesn't matter. I would wish uh, WWE would do it instead of having like the uh, the gimmick matches as like pay per view names, like Hell in a Cell, TLC. Uh, extreme rules, Pass. elimination chamber. Elimination chamber. It's like, Roadblock. why not just have like Armageddon and have like a Hell in a Cell be your main event or something? You know what I mean? No, nah, we need we need pay per views like Great Balls of Fire and and Roadblock and Fastlane and <laughs> that, that's what we get. Like we don't get actually like cool names. We get great balls of fire Ooh, with remember, a logo that looks like a flaming punishment. punishment. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a pay per view. What? <laughs> I guess the one that uh, is that the one where Cena and Laurinaitis fight. I think so. No, that was um, yeah, a couple that of was punishments over the limit. like from ah, like nineties yeah. in it, ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, yeah, Cena Lord Nidus was over the limit uh, in like yep. 2010. Yeah, yeah. that was actually here at the PNC Arena. Right, right, right. I remember that now. That was a big show, like Sucker Punch Show. Yeah, I that. yep. And he had the guy in Cena garb in the front row, like almost loses crap. Yes, I remember this because I was there. Yeah, oh, really? I was there too to see the uh, the Daniel Bryan versus CM Punk match, which was freaking phenomenal. And uh, Beth Phoenix pointed at the sign we made. Nice big, like, glittery well, Beth Phoenix we logo. If we don't see it on TV, it awesome. then it didn't happen. I'm going to watch it this weekend. <laughs> well, it's, it's, on, it's on the network. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, NXT Vengeance Day. We'll get in preview for that. Um, like I said, we got the... Classics for both Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament Tournament Finals. Um, I think with the women's one, I'm I'm taking Shotzi and Ember. Like, I think I think they're going to pull off the win. Uh, maybe. Maybe. That's something. Else. Well. If it happens, then Dakota's going to get pinned. Because I don't see them wanting Raquel to lose right now. Yeah. But with the the terror, the the buildup that they've been doing with Raquel, I could see her and Dakota taking the win, too. So. Yeah. And then I'm picking Grizzly uh, uh, Young Veterans to win this one. The other one. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that one too. Over um, MSK with them being like a new team, yeah. I, I, so the way they've been pushing the Grizzly Young Veterans on regular NXTs, I can see them picking the win up. I'll have to agree on that one. We're gonna go Grizzly Young Veterans as well. Carl, you got picks? Hey, Carl, oh, yeah, I have no idea about. who you're talking about. Dude, there's some guys. <laughs> He's like, there's some guys. I mean, I haven't, I haven't, better. I don't watch NXT though. <laughs> like, like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, 
see the pay-per-views because uh, I don't have cable. Um, so I don't want to okay. just like make a pick and then if I haven't been watching. You know, NXT is only an hour right? though. Really, they cut yeah, it that much an hour. from the two hours? So, like, like whenever they do something, like, yeah, it's like, I only get to see an hour of it, so it's like two matches tops. If they have a long match, that was good. Gotcha. Like, every match that's okay. usually on NXT. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay. So, North American title, Johnny Gargano versus Kushida. Um, I'm taking Gargano to retain. As much as I would love to see Kushida win a title, uh, I think Gargano is going to hold on to I that North American title for a little longer. Agree. Agree. I'll make a pick on this since that, you know, it's a, a uh, match in another tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a uh, triple threat match for the NXT women's title EO Shirai versus the um, Astastic Tony Storm. And Mercedes Martinez. Uh, I think it's going to be Mercedes Martinez. But I like Mercedes. To... I'm, yeah. I'm taking Mercedes. I love Mercedes Martinez, and I think she deserves um, a chance to run the title. It's what they would do. I think they. There's I think uh, Shira uh, retains. There's another match on this card, by the way. Am I missing one? Yeah. Which one am I missing? Uh, Cross and um... oh, that's yeah, that's good. They just announced that on. I cannot um, on think of his name. Cross versus Escobar. Yeah, that's gonna be. The, I'm pretty sure it's at the pay per view. I think so. I'm pretty. Uh, yeah, I thought yeah. I remember seeing. It. I think they just announced that one. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing it. That's gonna be amazing. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, because when I put the um, the card in here for takeover, it was like Monday or Tuesday that I put it on the notes. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they added that recently. So. Okay. Well, <sighs> if that happens, um, cross I'm taking cross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cross is winning. Uh, then we got the uh, NXT title match with the Finn Balor versus Pete Dunn. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going with Finn to retain. I'm hoping, I'm hoping Finn retains and Edge uh, challenges him for uh, WrestleMania. I'm still. That's pretty much what we all want, but it's probably not going to happen. Pissing in material, yep. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to be realistic I here. <laughs> I know it's going to be Roman Reigns. Oh. Maybe if we start our competition, maybe WWE will change their mind. Yeah, yeah but if they much. change their mind, they'll change it to, uh, to Drew McIntyre or so, or whoever wins no. that. So. Drew McIntyre, I doubt they would put a face against the face. Uh, I've done it before. Yeah, I've done I know. Then they end up turning heel halfway through the match. Yeah, it's like I told. The match. It's like I told. Like they do with uh, Nakamura and Styles. Nakamura and Styles went in face. Yeah, face. face. Nakamura Nakamura left as a heel. heel. Yeah, yeah. 
highs and low impact or anything? Yeah, impact was pretty solid this week. I didn't really have anything. I didn't have any. Did you watch it, Garrett? I thought it was pretty good. Like, no, I still haven't looked it up on Twitch. I'm sorry. I'll figure it out for you one day. Might figure it out. Sorry. It's like I got the first. I got the first week that <laughs> that first week, and then I don't know. I'm having trouble finding it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So they've got an event Saturday night. Um, we're recording on Friday, so tonight, if you're listening to it on Saturday, um, we got no surrender, uh, which is headlined by Rich Swan versus Tommy Dreamer for the Impact World Championship. Uh, we also have the Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson, uh, defending in now a triple threat match for the tag team titles. Uh, Private Party uh, and Chris Saban and James Storm. We've got the X Division title match of TJP defending against Rohit Raju. Uh, Hernandez and Brian Myers taking on the team of Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona. And then we've got a triple threat revolver match for a future shot at an X Division title. So this match actually is like is more intriguing, probably like one of the more intriguing matches around here. The way this is, so basically it's a gauntlet match, but it's contested under triple threat rules. So three people will start in the ring. One person gets pinned. They're out. Next person comes out, and it continues all the way down to like there's obviously one person left. So you've got Davari, Suicide, Willie Mack. Ace Austin, Trey Miguel, Chris Bay, Josh Alexander, and Blake Christian all involved in this matchup. So this actually yeah. should be pretty good. And like kudos, kudos to Impact for taking a um, uh, putting a new take on on the gauntlet with this this triple threat revolver match. So that's um, that's pretty solid, and it's, it's that de- like definitely an interesting concept. So. On the talent that's here too, it's probably it should be a pretty good match. So, but uh, that'll be Saturday. Um, so let's uh, rewind back to Wednesday with AEW Dynamite. Um, my high for this was the the interaction between Matt Hardy and Adam Page, <laughs> with uh, Hardy acting like trying to get Page drunk to take advantage yeah, of him um, by getting him to sign a contract. So. Uh, so Paige like pretty much takes Matt Hardy's contract when he's not looking and tosses it to the side and pulls out his own contract and signs it and then gets Matt Hardy to sign it, who's completely sober because he was pretty much dumping the drinks out on the floor. <laughs> so I'm kind I'm interested to see where that goes. I thought it was gonna be one like a pretty lame story arc, but um, this week definitely made it a little more interesting with uh that little twist there with the contract. Uh, my low points actually got two. Uh, it was uh, the Nightmare Family, Cody, and I think it was Lee Johnson. I think is the dude uh, versus Pretty Peter Avalon and you know, another jobber. Like that was kind of like a pointless match. And then um, Kenta and Omega versus Mox and Archer. It was a good match, but it was way too long. That was my only complaint with that match. For and it, it was a pretty big complaint to have it hit the uh, low point. It just seemed like it dragged for the the latter part of the show because I think a match was almost like twenty minutes or somewhere around there. I know it was pretty long. 
Sorry, I'm trying to figure this out for uh, Carl. Can't figure it out. Sorry, Carl. I found uh, I, I found it impact. on Twitch. Like I know where the channel is. I found the channel. But typically on Twitch, they have old videos for you to look up. Impact does not do that, apparently. So I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of odd. Yeah, but, um, I don't really know. Very yeah. confusing. You got any? You guys got uh, highs or lows for AEW? Um, I mean the page thing was pretty damn hilarious. I didn't miss it though. I I, I knew something had happened. But I didn't know what happened because I like slightly looked away at the time he like went and grabbed a new contract, so I wasn't really super paying attention. But uh... well, um, actually, it just hit me too. Another high point: yeah. Sam Week Guevara awesome. leaving the yeah. inner circle. Yeah. Yep. So Sammy quits the inner circle. Well, that that is actually the biggest thing to come out of Impact was that, or not Impact, uh, Dynamite. Yeah. You know. That was um, pretty psyched to see where they go with the, the San Miguel Vera MJF storyline. Yep. And now with like Jericho involved, so it should be pretty good. All right, so that's going to wrap up Bell to Bell. So let's go ahead and head on over to the Vintage Throwdown. Ain't no top of me, no. Oh, the Vintage Throwdown is sponsored by TheDailyShopStop.com, your one-stop shop for all your cool gadgets and workout gear. So check out TheDailyShopStop.com for 50% off site-wide and free shipping on orders over $100. That's TheDailyShopStop.com for all your awesome workout gear and cool gadgets. Uh, we've got a couple couple things here, the Vintage Throwdown. Um uh, February being Black History Month, we want to highlight a couple things. Uh, the biggest one, and probably one of the biggest things out of wrestling history, uh, came with Ron Simmons versus Vader for the WCW Championship, uh, which happened at a house show. Uh, it was supposed to be Vader taking on Sting, but Sting got injured, so they um, replaced him with Ron Simmons, and that was the night Simmons beat Vader for the WCW Championship. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So definitely check that out. Um, unfortunately, it's not on the network. We um, Carl actually did some digging and was able to find it on YouTube. So it's if you guys want to check that match out, definitely. Yeah, it it definitely wouldn't what I expected. Um, uh, but it was it was good. They, um, that's, I don't know if you guys saw, there's a, um, WWE untold documentary now with that. the, the APA that just came, came up on the network. I started watching it, uh, last night. Um, and Simmons actually talks quite a bit, a little bit in the beginning about, um, his, uh, WCW win against Vader. Um, 
that title win. So. Speaking of uh, Ron Simmons and WCW, uh, his um, his tag team partner uh, Butch Reed passed away. We didn't, yeah, we didn't oh yeah, he uh, passed away. That, you know. Natural Butch Reed, one half of Doom. Oh, man. So, yeah, our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of Butch Reed, um, family, friends, loved ones. I totally, totally blanked on that. That's what happens when I don't write, put stuff in the notes. I forget it. <laughs> man. Uh, rough week, man. All right. So we did, yeah, so Ron Simmons versus Vader, WCW Championship. Definitely check that out. Um, we also took a look at the 2002 Survivor Series with Elimination Chamber being this month. Um, we did this one mainly because it was the, the first Elimination Chamber. And this pay-per-view was contested at this pay-per-view. So. It was pretty solid. Pretty solid pay-per-view. We started off with a uh, six-man Elimination Tables six-man tag team elimination table match uh, with Bubba Ray Dudley, Jeff Hardy, and Spike Dudley taking on the team of Rico and three-minute warning. With uh, Jamal. I love and, me some three-minute warning. <laughs> and uh, Fat Roman and Reigns. Rosie. So, you know, uh, Rosie oh, eventually became a uh, hurricane sidekick. <laughs> nice. Yep, the superhero in training. And then, of course, well, Jamal <laughs> would go on to become Umanga. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a great match. Yeah, um, Bubba Ray ended up picking up the win with some help from uh, Devon Re- returning. Reverend Dion. Uh, back in the, uh, the Dudley colors from... Um, from his uh, reverend days, <laughs> and this was during the uh, the, the like the first uh, brand brand split with the draft and everything. They split up the Dudley boys, Vince and his genius ideas. Uh, let's see, WWE Cruiserweight Title Match: Jamie Noble with Nidia, uh, one of the first winners for Tough Enough, uh, defending against Billy Kidman. Uh, Kidman ends up. Yeah, this up the is win probably on one of the better matches champion. besides the Elimination Chamber. Uh, yeah, it was a really solid match. Yeah, dude. I, aside from being a huge Hurricane fan, I am a huge Jamie Noble fan. Like Jamie Noble yeah. has put on some amazing matches in his uh, his career from WCW up to. And, and uh, this one to make you a fan of uh, Billy Kidman um, too. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, if you weren't, if he had the, if he had better charisma, he probably would have made it man. bigger. He was yeah. this. I don't know. He, he puts him on a Bret Hart. Yeah. Yeah. He um, Kidman is the the first person I've ever seen do the shooting star press, and like from the first time I saw him do it, like that to me is one of my favorite. Uh, top rope finishers, you know, after Savage's elbow drop. It's just like for lack of lack of a better word, it's it's a very beautiful finisher when when certain people do it. And it just like the the grace and everything that these guys have, like him, um, Matt Seidel, 
like just the way that they do that move and the fluid motion of it Wait, just, you, is you, amazing. You, you like Brock Lesnar shooting star press? Love shooting star press. That was, I know, I'm just kidding. Dude, that, that was trash. Like, right. it was impressive that a dude his size could do that move. It's so bad. But it's so bad. It, it just, yeah, it, just, it didn't look that good. So. Did we go into that? Into uh, another uh, uh, psychotic woman uh, thinking Trish Stratus is uh, prettier than who she is? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trish Stratus versus Victoria. Women's title hardcore match. Man, this this right here solidified Victoria's career. Like just completely put her right up there with like, but is like it bad future Hall of Fame material with this match like, right here. The worst match. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's not the like the best match between no. them two. Um No, not not the best right. match, but like consider it was like really one of the first Which, like women's hardcore matches really that WWE's done. Weapons on the outside the ring. But that's the thing, like in most of the like sanctioned hardcore matches back then, like that's what they used to do. Like they would put like garbage cans up on the ring post full of full of stuff, or they'd be, you know, conspicuous, you know, like just yeah. placed underneath the ring, like randomly. Like, hey, how did that garbage can full of kendo sticks and sledgehammers get underneath the ring? You know, because that's and that's they, a thing we need to take the ring up and down. The misogynist, they had the iron and board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took care of like thirty minutes. Took Trish like thirty minutes to figure out how to set that thing up uh-huh. in the corner. <laughs> like the only thing, the only thing wonky with this match was the finish, though, with like Victoria just just hitting kind of yeah. a a weird DDT and picking up the win. Nope. Not gonna complain. Victoria won. Everyone knows I love me some Victoria as well. Um, so we go from that, and we go to the WWE Heavyweight Title match with Brock Lesnar um, defending against the Big Show. Uh, Lesnar ends up losing this match um, as so Paul Heyman turned on him and lined himself. I was watching this show. and like realized like half right before the match started. I was like. Pretty sure this is the pay per view that he turns and joins Big Show. I was like, mm, I like the yeah. And you kind of knew it was happening because Paul Heyman is fucking stupid. And uh, in the promo, in the promo, like before <laughs> the thing, he's like, "And I'll do anything to make my client win." Like when he's talking to to make sure my uh, client leads the show with the title, like. Yeah, and it's like, dude, like if you would have said you, we would have believed yeah. it would have been Brock Lesnar, but you and your fucking like dumbass fool and that thinking you're being clever. Yep. <laughs> but this was yeah. probably the worst match. Yeah, I know. To be was. honest with you. It was. I think Brock was injured, like real life injured. Yeah. Um and uh I think they just gave it to Big Show. Yeah, because he he disappeared for like yeah, he I think was he had a broke TV rib or something, right? Or if I remember correctly, something stupid like that. Yeah, I think so. 
Uh, yeah, so we go from that. Then we go to the tag team title three-way elimination match uh, with Edge and Rey Mysterio defending against the team of Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle and Los Guerreros with Chavo and Eddie. Um, Benoit and Angle got eliminated first, so then it just came down to Edge and Rey against Chavo and Eddie, uh, which probably should have been what the match was should have been to begin with. Because, like, after like removing Angle and Benoit with their issues. Yep. Like, uh, Kurt Angle should have gave Benoit some more hugs. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I didn't like the fact that Rumor Stereo had his own oh, fucking... Man. I mean, I've been bitching about this all week. But <laughs> yes. He had his own like, little entrance off of the side. Uh, Didn't one of the announcers like, like, ask where he was? <laughs> I swear he did. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Taz uh, didn't do a very good job uh, commentating on this either. Which is very strange because Taz was usually pretty solid on commentary. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it was an okay match. Um, I mean, not the best work of out of any of them, but um, this made me sad watching it. Uh, you know, Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, you know, both not being here anymore. And yeah, so But, um, Eddie and Chavo ended up picking up the win um, and becoming the new tag team champions. Uh, then we get into the main event, the first no, ever no, 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 elimination no. chamber match. No, we don't get into uh, the main event. Sean uh, we get fucking Matt Hardy and... Uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Matt Hardy and Nowinski. And the uh, the debut yeah. of Scott Steiner. This was so funny. Room. It was so funny. I was like, "Oh my god, it's Booty Daddy!" And I got no response. I was like, "Man, I was like, that sucked." <laughs> Big Papa pumped your hookup. Holler if you hear me. <laughs> oh man, I love like, yeah. Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner, like that. That it was just amazing. Like his promos were yeah. so bad, but they're like so entertaining. <laughs> like especially that one in Impact where he was like trying to do like a math equation, <laughs> and he got Petey Williams standing next to him, like counting it out on his fingers. Like eh, makes sense. <laughs> oh, it's awesome, but. Yeah, to see, see him show up there. That was cool. So uh, he ends up beating Matt Hardy, um, who, for the record, only <laughs> drinks low-fat chocolate milk. Yep. <laughs> That's what broke him. Matt Hardy version <laughs> one with the freaking Matt Facts. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> oh, man, that's so great. Oh, right. So we go from that to the main event. Uh, elimination Chamber match for the World Heavyweight title, uh, which Triple H is coming into this as a champion. 
Uh, we have Kane, Booker T, Christian Jericho, uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, and Rob Van Dam. Mom here, Shawn Michaels. Sucker mom, Shawn Michaels. Actually, I seen oh, that. Man, I that seen that. So thought, I thought about getting it. Like, I don't know what he was thinking like about that That you did. Throw some gorilla glue in there. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. So Michaels ends up picking up the win on this one. Um, so, so Michaels so wins the know, first ever. Do you ever know like any of the match. Uh, like story behind the elimination chamber at all? So well, it was created by uh, Eric Bischoff, but uh, Eric Bischoff. Michaels wasn't actually supposed to win this match. Um, triple Triple H uh, was supposed to. Was supposed to win the uh, win the match, uh, but he got injured by RVD. Um, remember when RVD jumped off the uh, the the like little holding chamber? Uh, yeah. He, if you look closely, he lands on uh, Triple H's neck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wow. so yeah, Triple H is actually supposed to win this match, but I guess. He knew he was pretty fucked, so he uh, he let uh, Michaels get the win at the end. Um, another big mistake too that happened, I think Chris Jericho mentioned it, um, was that uh, Michaels actually wasn't supposed to come out last. Uh, Kane was, uh, but whoever did the the setting up of the thing uh, did it wrong, and so Kane came out. <laughs> And so it ruined all like a bunch of spots that they already had set up, like for who was in the match at the time. Uh, but uh, like if you didn't know like all that stuff happened, like you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell. It's pretty good, I thought. Oh yeah. Well, I mean stuff like that though. Like I mean, especially with, like nice. the Kane uh, overall the was like, you could see something like that fucking up if you've never done this before. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure they practice it a little bit, but I mean, it's not practice. I mean, it's like a guy has like one job. You know, it's kind of like Kevin Owens putting the handcuffs on Roman Reigns. It's like, it's like you got one job, and that's like to put the light on whoever's supposed to come out next. And <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, first ever elimination chamber. So pretty solid. Um, I don't know what to do for next week. Should we do another elimination chamber match or oh, we'll figure it out. We usually do. All right. So I guess that'll uh, wrap up the vintage throwdown. We'll have a uh another we'll see if we can get another Black History Month recommendation for you guys as well. Um and we'll figure out what we're doing for a regular vintage throwdown. Uh, I was going to do an update on the Wrestle Again Wrestling Federation, but um, I, I don't have an update for you guys. So tentatively, we'll um, we're just going to finish out February and uh, hopefully get back into the swing of things. I got, in, I got stuff going. I got March. stuff written so, down. I've been waiting so, a couple more weeks. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. 
Unless you guys want to do a uh, another big event, do like an elimination. Uh, elimination how many people chamber. is an elimination? Five or six? Six. Six. Do two from. Six. Two from each brain. If randomize and if uh, Garrett doesn't figure out what the uh, what the winner gets. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, buddy. <laughs> oh, guys, I did it. I did it uh, like three times. I didn't can, like the way it was that. coming out, so I figured the fairest way would just be uh, for me to, do it to where I win. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, or he could be, you know, trying to make sure that I don't win. <laughs> so randomized it like yep. three other times and you still came up with Chris. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Well, um, yeah, we'll do that next week. We'll do uh, an elimination chamber. Oh, cool. All right. Um, that's pretty much everything this week, though. So. Look at that. Look at that, Garrett. No We're even under an hour and a half with all that stuff in here. So, yep. So, uh, uh, theme of the week. Uh, my pick this week, Maven. and I'm going with what Maven. What do you think of Maven? Maven Steam. Maven. I, I don't know. I was scrolling through YouTube and like I went down a rabbit hole of wrestling themes and I came across Maven. You liked it more than uh, Billy Kidman's music on the uh, pay per view? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually, I think that's what led me. I think that's what led me down the rabbit hole because I couldn't really like make out Kidman's music on the on the network. (laughs) So I went and looked it up to see if there was a clear clear thing of it and then I started scrolling through rabbit yeah, this the, rabbit hole the music Kidman one is awful <laughs> yeah except then I looked for then I went to look for Kidman's WCW yeah. one which is way better than this WWE one uh, and then I just I came across Maven you know with that opening guitar like, I was like oh man this is so awesome Uh, yeah. I love Maven's theme music. It, it really, it's like, get you pumped when you listen to it. It's just, it's really great. Oh, I guess uh, Matt Cardona and I have that in common. We, we both like Maven's theme music. Um, yeah, so that's going to wrap it up. We're going to leave you with Maven's theme music. Um, and we'll chat with you guys next week. That's all I got. So for myself, Chris to keep Matthews. Gary G. Money Money and the Tennessee Jesus Paul Crossland. Thank you guys for checking us out. This is episode 79 of the Russell Gannon Podcast. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Later, Mark.